0: Welcome to our 11th podcast uh, YouTube show, Facebook show video wherever you're watching it. Um, thank you so much for watching. Um, what I wanted to touch on today is kind of going global. It has been a bizarre experience the last uh sort of where are sort of 12 weeks since we rolled out becoming an owner, probably not even that long ago Some, somewhere around that it's around 10 weeks ago it was rolled out the amount of people that have got in touch from either all around the uk overseas has been phenomenal and thank you for anyone that has become an owner um, regardless if you're in the local area or not it, it really makes such a difference to us because it allows us to keep going to the next step um, doing stuff, and it's even like I'm I'm sat here on the table, and literally a foot away from me is a box of ten footballs, um, because we've finally purchased footballs, um, ready for sort of pre-season games, June July time when we get those into the calendar. Um, we're going to aim for June, but we'll need special dispensation from the FA, um, because they don't allow June friendlies. But we're going to ask because they do make um allowances sort of new clubs stuff like that so no harm in asking we'll certainly try and get that into the calendar but we're now in 10 different countries um which is just crazy to say so uh, thank you to our latest owner who's in canada um so double digit countries is uh some special and as well as that the usa now into double digit owners in the usa um for cleveland browns fans Thank you very much guys. Um, Best NFL team in the world. Um, Not even close. Um, They all joined I believe last week. The weeks just blur into each other. Um, But no thank you to all those um, that joined up. And it's just such a growing community. And it it doesn't matter if you're an hour away from where we are or you're the other side of the world. There's nothing stopping you getting involved in this. Um, And so just to sort of explain that because I've had a few people reach out and go I'm I'm in this part of the the UK, or I'm in this country, can can I become an owner? And the answer is 100% yes. Regardless of where you are, you can become an owner, um, and you get the same power in running the football club as me. Um, And that's the way we want to run it with East Thurrock uh, Community Football Club. There should be no difference. The same major decisions, you have the same power as me, and that's just a great way of doing it. I'm here to do the extra bit of due diligence, and bring everything together, make sure you've got the right information to make a well-rounded decision, but why should I have any more power than you? And that's really fundamental to the way we've built the club um, because it just puts us on a really good footing. And the more owners we get, the more better decision-making we're going to have because questions are going to come in and go, actually, have you thought about this? Uh, And also the more people then get involved in the say, it's just that shared responsibility of people thinking twice about every single Um, item so it's a really really good thing to have so um what do we do for people regardless of where they are so um why would someone overseas want to join so there's four different areas i really want to touch on probably actually five here so we do digital owners meetings so we have our face-to-face owners meeting um but then also on the first monday of each month we have a digital one so it's held over google meets so accessible for everyone um and it's the same gen- agenda that we run through during the face-to-face meeting. So don't hesitate. If you if you can't get to the meeting, even if you're local, by all means, jump on the recorded one. And we also record it as well. And then we email it out to all of our owners. So if it's one where time zones, you're actually asleep. Um, and someone that watches the NFL, I'm, I'm used to being in different time zones than um, people that normally taking part in any event. So we always record it and we'll email out the recording. Um, And then there's any questions that come from that, the email inbox is always open. It's the best way to get in touch. Um, So fire an email to eastturroxcfc at gmail.com. I'll happily answer that email. So whatever the question might be, reach out. But those owners meetings are there just to run through all the key decision making. Then we've got all of our voting is online. And the reason for that is even for the people that are at the meeting, the votes are still done online. Because then there's a paper trail for every single vote cast and we can know that 100% this is the way everyone exactly wanted to vote and there's just so much more confidence in the result. But it also means it's not just, oh, were you there on the day? Did you get this? It allows us to know that this is really what people wanted Um, and as ownership continues to grow and grow and grow, it's better to get the right decision than race there on the night and we just get a small catchment of people that vote. So, Voting's always done online. We give at least 48 hours um, because then that gives time for everyone to get their vote done. The vote that's going to open tomorrow will open on Tuesday morning and that will run all the way to the end of Friday. So we're going to give it extra time for that vote and that sort of kit um, and our charity partners for the year um, well, or for at least for this kit and however long that kit runs. So that's something that we're just allowing people a bit of extra time. Um, and that's key. We, we want to make the right decision. We're not rushing, but we also... We've got to set an end date because we don't want things to run for a couple of weeks or anything like that. Every week we send an email to our owners. So we have the fan newsletter um, which is released every Friday. But every Tuesday um, I send an email to our fan owners. um, And that's got all sorts of stuff. The latest ownership numbers. Um, What are the finances? Hey, how much we spent on the balls? That will be in your email tomorrow. Because every pound and every penny that we're spending that deserves to be reported back to you just to give you a sense of where we're at financially. And then the end of each financial year and our financial year runs until the end of May each year, we'll then put the um, full broken down accounts of where, what money's come in, what money's gone out onto our website. So everyone will be able to see them because we believe that financial transparency is really, really important. Partly just the confidence the club's going well, but it's also interesting. Um, who hasn't always wanted to know? It's like, well, What's going on with the finances of your favourite football club? Why can't we uh, put that out there and give people confidence in seeing what's happening, where are we at? So um, that's a really important piece for us. Another one's volunteering. So there's nothing stopping you from wherever you are in the world getting involved. Um, We've got people all around the UK that are involved in our digital team. Um, So whether it's something like fundraising, sponsorship, could be um, trying to reach out and get more grant funding, could be around our fundraising team wherever that might be get in touch so a lot of the communication is just done via whatsapp and um, so it doesn't matter where you're at so you've got the central core committee board whatever you want to call it and then you've got lots of different they're sub they're more working groups rather than committees because they don't really meet there's not sort of formal agendas and things it's just people coming together and whether you can offer a little bit of time or you can offer a bit of time That's something that's really, really beneficial to us. And we're grateful for every moment that someone can give. So consider that. And then the other part is we need to find a better name for it. Um, I've just got sort of a working title of Rocks Around the World. Um, It's run by Andy Wooding, um, who's in Wales. Um, But we want to build up sort of a supporters network of fans that are overseas um, because we've got fans in so many different countries. Just put people together together. enjoy that company and that sort of engagement. So we're working on something there um, and that'll be part of our membership and sort of community team. Um, and that's something that we're going to continue building out um, as we move towards early games works underway of how can we live stream home games? Because that's obviously going to make it really easy for fans around the world to engage. Um, we've got to be mindful that three o'clocks is a blackout time for <laughs> game show live in the UK. Um, so it will definitely be highlights packages and other stuff that we can definitely do Um, it's just working out what we can do for streaming and it might be one where we can only stream part of the game and then as soon as it hits 3 o'clock we have to turn it off Um, and then we can upload it afterwards or we'll work out how that will work Um, so it's it's a piece of work being done behind the scenes just to see what's feasible and what we can get away with Um, because I I don't want to be levied with any massive fines by the FA um, and shut down as a club because we're breaking rules so a piece of work is underway to get that answer and we've got a few months left before we uh, know exactly where we'll be at but uh, it might be one that you don't see the friendlies but then you'll see the league games um, so that's the key bit really aiming towards that first league game let's get that live so people can watch it um, and that'll be the home games just because we, we can't be sure what will happen with the away games is there wi-fi is their connection signal whereas we know there's wi-fi at home games um, and that gives us that freedom and power so that's kind of something i just wanted to chat about today sort of he's sort of fans all around the world and thank you to all of you that have uh signed up become owners and if you're sitting on the fence thinking should i do it do it there is so many people um taking part in this so um jump on board to think there's over 20 owners now that are outside of england is just great to see so Thank you so much. Um, what we've got now is continuing our series we started last week. I've got an interview I recorded earlier in the week with Jono Edwards, who is our vice chairman, which covers sort of everything around the football side. Almost like the most fun role on the committee. But uh, I'll pass over now and you can listen to myself and O chatting about what his role is, how it works, and uh, could you potentially help out in uh, just continuing to add skill and experience to that team because there's lots of stuff planned. So enjoy that. So today, um, as we've been doing with this series, um, we started it last week, I was chatting about my role as chairman, got John o. Edwards here, who's vice chairman of the club, just to chat about what is his role, what is the expectation of vice chairman, um, very much it's like, it's everything football, effectively.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, I took on the role of vice chairman at the time because we needed someone to work alongside Jack and underneath Jack, uh, making sure... Anything he's not happy with or needs help him with, I can work with that. Uh, I work between everybody, really. Uh, most of the teams, uh, keeping Jack happy. And well, my job is trying to keep as many people happy as possible, basically. Uh, so, yeah, I'm in charge mostly on the football side, which is good. Because uh, that's where I like to be, rather than sending emails and chasing people for admin. That's not particularly my favourite task. But, uh, yeah, I took... Took on uh, the football side. Thankfully, uh, my job got a lot easier when Kovo came on board. Uh, yeah. Quite rightly, so I uh, moved quickly and took him on board. Uh, so yeah, Kovo sits uh, alongside me. Uh, under you? Under no, no. Alongside. We we, we don't
0: like telling Kovo that. No no, 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 no,
1: no. Kovo sits alongside me, and I make sure he's always happy, which isn't easiest at times. But yeah, he's uh, he's director of football, which is brilliant, and yeah, he's the best director of football at wherever level we'll be playing at for a while, I can guarantee you that. Uh, but yeah, my first job really, after cover came in, was appointing a manager. Uh, took all the applications in, read through them all. Uh, yeah, had a nice application process, and yeah, got to a point where I appointed uh, John Coventry Jr. and Kevin, after I recommended to the board uh, that they were the best candidates, and thankfully, uh, the committee all agreed with me. Uh, so yeah, now they're in place. I keep keep them two happy. I work between uh, them two and John and the rest of the committee on not quite daily, but a weekly basis. It will become daily, I think, once the football starts. Uh, but yeah, also under me, I to, I'm in charge now of sourcing the kits. Uh, so once the kit competition winners won, uh, I'll take you down with me uh, to box to box football and we'll have a play around and create the kits. Uh, we're not the one role we are looking for, and it's going to be my job to source, uh, will be the kit man. So we're looking for someone, if you want to be there every Saturday, uh, if you want to be in and around the changing room in and around the boys, uh, we'd love a kit man uh, to come on board. Uh, and yeah, that will be, that'll be something we're going to source before the start of the season. So yeah, we we'll it's going to be a really good job to come into. All brand new equipment, uh, brand new kits, uh, brand new balls, bottles, everything to work with. Anything you need, we can get you. So... It'd be a nice time to come on board with this, and yeah, the kit man don't tend to go, and everything else changes. So, it's a job for it's a job forever if you want it. But yeah, that's something we are looking for, uh, and I will be taking on uh, going forward. We're not going to have a player budget for a few years because we haven't got the money for it. Uh, but one day, hopefully, once we've saved up enough pennies and we go up a few divisions, and we do start paying a couple of players, uh, that would be my job to work with Sean. Uh, on the finance side and see what we can afford for the season because a lot of these non-league clubs uh, when it is just one man dipping into his pocket they start paying a few quid at the start of the year and they play, I don't know 12, 13 players a good amount and then at Christmas time you can't go up, you can't go down all of a sudden five or six of them leave and your season's over and the fans are watching nothing for six months but yeah we'll set a budget that's sustainable and we can work with for a whole year that won't be yet obviously as i said but yeah the idea is to to keep everybody in the loop and have a team that you can watch all season because yeah we're going to build sustainably and try to do it the right way uh when the match day rolls around i'll be in charge of the additional staff just making sure everyone's got their jobs to do and everyone's happy so whether that be the get man whether that be the physio whether that be my dad who's going to be match day secretary and he's running around between the referee and uh Kovo and Kev uh with the team sheets, but yeah, just making sure not everybody's running straight up to Jack and giving him too many questions on a match day because he's done enough hard work all week, but yeah I'm approachable if you need anything if you're unhappy with anything I do, please tell me because we'll have a chat about it and then I'm sure I'll convince you I'm right, <laughs> you was that right? <laughs> yeah, That's it, but yeah no, I will get things wrong, but hopefully not too often, and yeah if you need anything or you want to do anything on my side, I'm always after help. So, yeah, whether that be just on a match day, whether that be through the uh, through the summer when we're sourcing kit, yeah. Just give us a... Follow us on Twitter or message me under this. And, yeah, we're I'm more than happy to have a chat with anybody that wants to jump on board. Yeah, no, cheers for running through that. And I think the best way to describe it, it's that glue that holds everything football
0: together. Because lots of what the committee's job is, it's all the it's the club, it's the not admin but it's the the sponsorship style stuff that isn't it's not day-to-day football whereas Jono's role is very much how do we make the football side flourish and how do you support the manager the director of football the sports therapist the the kit man just to have everything tick along and hey do we need this thing of equipment do we need um some more kits do we need this do we need that and just making sure it's there and it's all ticks along, so yeah, and that's our role really. This side of the, we're more the club rather than the football team, and Jono's kind of the one link that brings the two pieces together. Um, so he's doing a really good job. Um, currently, um, managers are always really complimentary of the work you're doing, and um, and that's it there. So yeah, probably the most fun role potentially. Once, once the game days start coming and rolling,
1: there'll be there'll be an element yeah, of stress, it.
0: but it's uh
1: anyone's going to get moaned at when we lose it's uh, it's going to be me rather than any other committee and uh yeah i'm the face everybody recognizes so it'll be fun for jack because they'll never got a move before they do him but yeah
0: if they're chatting to me about football i'll be like it's, fun. Fun. I'm it's nothing i'm nothing
1: to do with football mate it's fun while it lasts yes yeah, fantastic
0: but uh no thank you very much this is the end of show 11 so um up the rocks have a lovely week everybody up the rocks